The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. Welcome to Friday. Join the conversation at 770-5633-770-KMED. Email bill at billmyershow.com. The facebook.com slash Show feed is up if you'd uh, prefer to watch streaming on kmed.com. By the way, you don't need an app any longer to stream. Just take your phone or electronic device and point it to kmed.com and click the listen live and off you go. DC Swamp Update today is on the way with uh, Rick Manning. We'll be uh, talking a lot about, uh, you know, I just, I'm trying to figure out what was the uh, bargain that was made that so many Republicans ended up uh, voting for expanding the child tax credit, which essentially with uh, refundable tax credits is giving uh, money back from the federal government that uh, for people who didn't pay taxes. And I don't know, there must be there must be something sensible. Otherwise, uh, you know, both parties wouldn't be in on the grift, I guess. Uh, Of course, I I think I'm more concerned when uh, when both parties are saying, yeah, this is a great idea, because when you know both sides of the unit party get together, it's usually not so great. Just saying. But we'll talk with him about that and uh, various other things. Now, our own state legislature is going into the short session next week, but there it could be a short session, but there could be a lot of damage done to rights. And there's going to be a lot of work that we're going to be involved with. Kevin Starrett is, uh, has a couple of bills. He doesn't have a couple of bills, but uh, he's saying, hey, they've already dropped a couple of bills to uh, destroy more gun rights. One of them under the guise of uh, preventing suicide, as if uh, firearms are the only way that people kill themselves in a state that has, uh, you know, assisted suicide. It really seems like the state of Oregon uh, really likes to uh, disarm people because we don't want you killing yourself with firearms. It's much more morally superior to have the uh, doctor do it under assisted suicide laws in Oregon because Oregon, uh, between that and uh, the aborts, it is very much into death, I guess. But uh, Kevin, we'll talk about this. We'll get the latest for it. It's a couple of bills that have been that are going to drop, uh, I guess. Uh, House Bill 4096, Senate Bill 1503. Those are the numbers to uh, remember. We'll uh, tell you more about that. The uh, 10 senators who walked out are not going to be able to run for re-election according to the state Supreme Court. Very corrupt ruling from the state Supreme Court. And I'll talk with uh, Josephine County uh, Commissioner Herman Berchick, of course, former uh, state senator. I really don't want to overthink this too much. Because, uh, you know, we can sit around there and talk about voter intent and uh, Kevin Stein tweeting out this morning. Oh, it's right. Sixty eight percent of people were right. The thing is, uh, Kevin Stein, a Medford City Councilor. But, uh, you know, Kevin, I I expect you to uh, feel that way because you being a Democrat, you just pretty much assume that you're always going to be in the majority. And maybe you will be in this uh, particular state. But um, the state Supreme Court ended up essentially, this is this is the bottom line of what the state Supreme Court, and remember, the state Supreme Court is populated with judges appointed by our uh, communist governors in the state of Oregon. That's just the bottom line. That's the way it works here, okay? They appoint them. And then they end up running as incumbents, and nothing ever really happens to them, for the most part. I can't recall a state Supreme Court one getting uh, bounced out, judge getting bounced out. Be that as it may, though, the state Supreme Court said... Essentially, that it doesn't matter what Measure 113 that the voters approved actually says. What matters was the intent. The intent was that the senators who ended up walking out are people that ended up having unexcused absences in the state legislature denying quorum were not going to be allowed to run for re-election. Well, that's not what the law actually says. The way the law was actually written and worded made it clear that uh, Linthicum and uh, Art Robinson, these are the one, uh, two ones that are most affected right now, uh, would be able to run for this one, for this, uh, this next election cycle, and then would not be allowed to. That's the way the law was actually written. But the state Supreme Court said, well, it's all right. You know, we're just psychic. We know what the voters intended. We know what was promised to them. And so that's what the law says. But that's not what the law says. So apparently it doesn't matter what they write in the state legislature or what the uh, the voters pass in a state initiative. You know, as long as you have the proper, pliable, corrupto drudges in the state Supreme Court, you can get any kind of uh, law passed. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the law says. Just have the state Supreme Court appointed by the Democratic governors to, uh, you know, just 
make the law what you want it to be. Doesn't matter what it says on the paper, it's what the judges interpret it as. It's a pretty pretty serious uh, breach of ethics in my view. Just by if you read the law, you understand what I'm talking about. But anyway, we'll talk with Herman about that here coming up, all right? And uh, after 8 o'clock, Michael Letts joins me, and he is uh, a founder and president and CEO of Invest, Invest USA. It's a, a grassroots nonprofit that helps communities provide thousands of bulletproof vests for their police officers, their police and sheriff officers. A lot of small towns don't uh, have the funds to necessarily be able to do as much of that as they would like, okay? So he's going to be weighing in on this uh, this interesting wrinkle of illegal aliens in New York City just kicking the daylights, beating the daylights out of the cops, getting arrested and, of course, cut loose, no bail the next day. You know, one of them flipping off the country practically on the security camera. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, these are the types that, uh, yeah, these are the population replacement types that uh, we're really looking forward to here in the uh, United States of America. And we'll dig into that situation. Uh, with Michael, I'm looking forward. I've never had any opportunity of talking with him, but I've read some of what he's written before. Let's see. Some of the uh, national news here. Big one. Uh, the economic one, you'll hear this one repeated a lot. Uh, U.S. employers added 353,000 jobs in January, far more than forecasters than we're expecting. And maybe we'll talk with Rick about that in the uh, D.C. Swamp Update, too. The numbers added further evidence that the economy still has plenty of steam. Unemployment rate still at uh, 3.7%. Of course, I'm always wondering, though, uh, you know, how many of them are full-time versus part-time? Is it $353,000 in the hotel or 353,000 jobs in the hotel motel? I mean, who knows? Oh, okay, well, we do have the aquatic warehouse in Medford now, so that, that's right. We're probably hiring more <laughs> in the local uh, motels. Got to take care of, uh, of what they wanted. Okay. Now, um... You know, kind of going back to that talk that I was going to have with Michael Letts about the, the illegal aliens kicking the daylights out of the cops in, in New York City. And the mayor doesn't do anything about it, I guess, really. They had a vote yesterday or the other day in Congress. Democrats vote to protect illegal immigrants who drive drunk from deportation. Katie Pavlich writing this in a town hall. Hundreds of Democrats voted Thursday morning to protect illegals who drink and drive from deportation. And just the other day, the same Democrats voted to protect illegal immigrants from deportation after committing Social Security fraud, too. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, thousands of Americans are victims of crime committed by illegal immigrants, including murder and manslaughter. This all in town hall reported, okay? And uh, the House Judiciary, GOP, says you can't make this up. And uh, Representative Jerry Nadler thinks we should use our tax dollars to expand public ride-sharing programs instead of deporting illegal aliens, so... That's what's going on in the D.C. swamp. And then you take a look at uh, the incredible drug problem that we have here in southern Oregon, southwest Oregon. Everybody knows about it. Everyone's talking about it. And uh, not much has been done to vanquish this. And this story came in from the U.S. Attorney's Office in Portland. I got this on, uh, this news release from them. And this is just an astounding illustration of what happens the destruction that is being visited upon Democrats that many Oregons vote for and have put in power, especially at the federal and at the state level. This is the result of their policies. U.S. Attorney's Office reports four suspected drug traffickers facing federal charges after law enforcement seizes 370 gallons of liquid heroin. Wow. 370 gallons. We're talking, you know, essentially, uh, yeah, I guess that would be uh, seven 55-gallon drums of liquid, of liquid, pure liquid heroin. Four suspected drug traffickers with apparent ties to a Mexico-based transnational criminal organization facing federal charges after they were caught transporting nearly 370 gallons of liquid heroin. Marco Antonio Magallon, 44, Luis de Leon Woodward, age 26, and Jorge Luis Amador, 25, all of Yakima, Washington, and Santos Alisail Aguilar Maya, a 32-year-old resident unknown, 
have been charged with a criminal complaint with conspiracy to distribute, uh, distribute rather, and possess with intent to distribute heroin and possess with intent to distribute heroin. And um, this is a multi-agency drug trafficking investigation. And they did a uh, search warrant of a motel room January 25th of this year. And they ended up, uh, they, I guess they've been uh, watching these two. Remember, West Coast, we're all sanctuary cities. A lot of times you don't even cooperate. A lot of times people like this, uh, just like what happens in New York City, they get caught and or just cut loose. Now, these four dirtbags, alleged dirtbags, are probably uh, you know high enough up the food chain that they're not going to cut them loose. But, hey, I don't know what the feds are planning on doing. For all I know, the, uh, the Joe Biden administration will... Uh, call in and say, you know, it's just not serious enough of a a crime. You know, the 370 gallons of heroin uh, just haven't killed enough of the native population of the United States of America. Uh, First, you know, uh, we need we need to kill some more. We need to we need to have some more people here in southwest Oregon uh, die with a needle stuck in their vein. And with uh, with Stab and Wagon, of course, supplying the free needles, I guess. I guess that's it, uh, you know, under the guise of harm reduction so that you can pump their share, their equitable, their equity, their equitable share of the 370 gallons of liquid heroin. This is what happens when you don't have a border. This is what happens when you don't enforce the law. Now, they might enforce the law against these four, but generally speaking, it's so easy for people to cross over because nobody's doing anything about it. They have a real arrogant take on it. Now, who's going to catch us? Well, a few get caught. What I wonder is uh, how many other 370-gallon runs of liquid heroin ended up uh, just making it through. They were undetected. This is what happens when you don't enforce the rules. 24 after 6, this is the Bill Myers Show, KMED, KCMD. I appreciate you waking up here. Got a lot of work to do, don't we? Hi there, Dusty here from Dusty's Transmissions. And there's nothing worse than getting stuck out there in the cold. So you want to make sure your 4x4 is working correctly. Maybe time to think about servicing your transmission transfercation differential. Does your vehicle have work obligations or family trips coming up? We've been servicing transmissions and gearboxes since 79. Everything from the oldest vehicles to the newest diesel truck, family SUV, car, and even hybrids. So give us a call. Dusty's Transmissions in Central Point. Winter in Oregon, it means rain, waterlogged soil expands as it saturates, and that pressure can impact your home's foundation, sometimes even allowing the rain to get into your home. Terra Firma Foundation Systems can help. We've got your back. Terra Firma is the Northwest solution for safer foundations and dry basements and crawl spaces. One easy call can protect your home this winter. Click GoTerraFirma.com, schedule a free evaluation, CCB 173547. That's GoTerraFirma.com. Oregon Truck and Auto Authority is your Linex bedliner source. Linex is the number one rated spray-on bedliner in the world, backed with a nationwide lifetime warranty. Don't just protect it. Linex it. Oregon Truck and Auto Authority. Your one-stop accessory and protection shop. Hi, I'm Amber Rose from Siskiyou Pump Service, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. So feds end up uh, catching... Uh, four people uh, trafficking 370 gallons of liquid heroin. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. And they even talk about it being a transnational uh, drug cartel information, uh, you know, operation. And this is what happens, though, when you have a sanctuary state. Sanctuary state, you get a lot more of this because, you know, who's going to touch you for the most part? No one's supposed to ask any questions. And if you're the lower level people, they just cut you loose. Look at what happened every time they would bust a grow or something here in southwest Oregon. You know, you arrest a couple of people at the top and then uh, every other person working the field. Oh, nothing to talk about. We can't even tell you anything about it because, you know, after all, we're a sanctuary. You know, we're a sanctuary criminal state, essentially. Uh, Tom, go ahead. Good to hear from you and about the border. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, about 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more, it was estimated by uh, – people who looked into this, the border and so forth, said that on the average, illegals killed about a dozen Americans day in and day out. I just wonder what, if, if you've heard uh, 
what maybe some recent figures are, if you throw in the fentanyl and the heroin and so forth and so on. You know, something that is a, that's a really interesting question if there are some updated ones. I will reach out to uh, colleagues over at the Federation for American Immigration Reform. We've talked to them several times about this in the past. They've put out reports in other years, yeah. you know, about yeah, this. And- the other thing I'd want to bring about uh, up about the border is I've been reading different accounts that really explain how Mallorcas and others have actually gone down to Colombia and different places like that to set up um, training rooms and training camps to uh, to facilitate people coming into America. Uh, I've read that George Soros. And a lot of NGOs are funding the mass migration coming into the United States. So our tax dollars plus all the NGOs. And it seems so obvious to me what they're really trying to do. And this has been talked about for 50 years in the Council on Foreign Relations. Well, yeah, you take it down. You take it down. You eliminate the border. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're trying to take the United States down. And and I don't – I'm baffled by – the so-called uh, liberals and Democrats and communists and so forth, who uh, they just don't want to have an America anymore, and they're just doing everything they can to kill it. And well, I think that they believe— The highest levels of government. I, okay, I believe—I honestly believe, though, that they think that um, that they—that it will not affect them somehow because of how smart they are, how wealthy they are, how well-connected they are. I think there's a bit of that going on, too. And there, and there's also pretty well known uh, the uh, well even in the old Soviet Union the useful idiots that they would refer to them, refer to them as useful idiots that would uh, you know believe nonsense. And well, we have a couple of useful idiots up there in Salem, Pam Marsh and Jeff Golden, who uh, are all in it and elbows for uh, you know the sanctuary state. Oh, I know they're things. but they're and, and and reasonably nice people to talk to for the most part, but they are in mm-hmm. essence destructionists, and you can't get past that. And and I know it's difficult to pair those two terms together. All right, Tom, I appreciate the call. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't vote. Uh, for Mr. Golden again, that is for sure. No, I never voted for Mr. Golden, but anyway. Uh, David's here. Hello, David. Go ahead. Hey, Bill. So uh, you have to forgive my lack of knowledge on street drugs, but popular consensus is that all these drug users have essentially, you know, replaced uh, opiate-based drug drugs with fentanyl for years now. And we also are told fentanyl is far more lethal and, and deadly to use, which I believe. So I have to wonder, you know, if it isn't, if, if these guys with this, this heroin up in this hotel room in Washington, you know, if some federal agency didn't just say, hey, you know what, we kind of like the more dangerous stuff out there, you know, and, and just know what we know about like Iran-Contra and the crack epidemic. I mean, we know that there's some pretty high level agencies involved in street mm. drug usage in this country, or at least the management of street drug usage, you know. So I found it to be an odd headline because I haven't, I mean, but that's my take on it. So this. I'm looking at it completely different. I was looking at this as Wow, you know, 370 gallons, and you're thinking, well, boy, so they they found the only the only heroin transport. Right, exactly. <laughs> they did. Yeah, these guys, you know, and then we got these, you know, these, these Mexican guys, and they're like, hey, man, you know, maybe there's some demand for the real H, and they start, you know, they fire up the old, you know, whatever they do. I don't really know that much about it. I, I know it was kind of like from, I've read things from the growing distribution. I thought the whole thing was essentially being completely supplanted by, you know, these Chinese-based fentanyl things. So I found it to be a really odd headline. That's all. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that because you're having me look at it uh, a little bit differently. But still, one way or the other, uh, well, we don't – I guess, though, that fentanyl is uh, much more potent per – you know, per dose, so to speak, or per for yeah. its size. Hey, may, it, maybe that maybe that heroin was going to save some lives. We don't have any idea. <laughs> you know, by comparison to the fentanyl, you could be right about that. David, appreciate the call. Interesting way of looking at it. I, you know, I appreciate that when a listener calls in. You know, I hadn't looked at it that way, but isn't that the great part about uh, communicating and talk radio? This is the Bill Meyer Show. This is the craziest party that could ever be. The D.C. Swamp Update, Friday's Rick Manning, President of Americans for Limited Government, DailyTorch.com. Rick, it is great to have you back. You know, uh, given some of the votes that I've seen going on this week, I've, uh, I almost thought I was going to use the Steeler Wheels song, Clowns to the Left of Me, Jokers to the Right. <laughs> 
uh, stuck in the middle with you, I guess. Yeah, well, that that was a finalist in terms of the choosing the songs, but it's a uh, there's so many uh, there's so many things that you could say that are um, shall we say sarcastic, caustic, uh, almost uh, wringing your hands of everything. But truth of the matter is, the wheel keeps you know it's almost like it just keeps rolling and it's really hard to get any sanity injected into the whole system. Um, well, we, and there's a lot of things to talk about, but the, I just wanted to say, I really want to praise you for the, um, little election cuts that you, you took and, uh, put together, whoever put that together, because you really did do a good job of synopsizing messaging at least, and, uh, particularly as it relates to Nikki Haley. Um, and that isn't in a bad in a bad uh, way. It didn't prejudice at all. Uh, the Nikki Haley cut, which says you know says we need to get you know stop the chaos and positivity to stop the chaos. You know, there's a significant number of people who sit there and, and you know rightfully just want to move on. And as if you can, and what that means, and you have to listen very. You have to just interpret what she's saying is no we're not going to we're not going to get to the bottom of any of the j6 stuff in terms of the abuses of power we're going to let the we're not going to there'll be nobody who's held accountable for any of the department of justice shenanigans of the last 10 years we're going to just pretend that none of that stuff happened and try to push it all back, you know, push the toothpaste back in the toothpaste tube. Pretend that the FBI is not using facial recognition to track down political opponents um, of the uh, current administration. Pretend that the current administration hasn't been taking, hasn't been unduly influenced by China, Ukraine, and elsewhere. Um, we're going to just forget about all that stuff. We're going to forget about the fact that we got eight million people coming across the border and with. And we're just gonna we're just gonna move on from that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go back to a standard to the more standard Republican Party and approach to everything. Which uh, all we're gonna do is just play the part of the Washington generals and lose gracefully every time that uh, you well, know the Harlem Globetrotter Democrats play, right? Is right. That kind of well, it? that's that's pretty much it. It's a yeah. And you know what? There are certain there are people, and and I understand this. They're they look at it, you know, and they. They do, you know, you say clowns the left and clowns the right. Here I am stuck in the middle with you. And the truth of the matter is, they say a pox on everything. Why can't, you know, let's just, I don't really want to know that sometimes my country is wrong. And truthfully, I wish I didn't know that. But I, once, you, but they, the thing, the point is though, hold on, Rick. The one thing you got to understand though, is that for those people, you, once you actually see it, you can't unsee it. And and well, I, that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. And the fact of the matter is, is that the, I mean, there's always been some level of corruption in government because we, you know, we're all flawed humans, you know. But uh, we're now at the point, though, where it has risen to such a a, fe a fevered pitch that you know, the moment I get a press release from any government source, most of the time, it's like, okay. Where are they lying here, and how could I find out what's really going on? And that's a really sad place to be. That's kind of like being a, a citizen of the former Soviet Union, which was like that. You know, they they were lying. We knew they were lying, et cetera, et cetera, back and forth like a Solzhenitsyn once wrote, right? You know, that that, that kind of thing. No, it's, no you're, you're right. It's a uh, – uh, and it, you know, it becomes uh, – it becomes much harder – to be informed because you can't just take what you're told for granted. And truthfully, Bill, that, that goes for, for me. I mean, I've got a point of view. I make yeah. no bones about it. Um, when we write stuff, we attempt to put links in so you can see where we come up with our information. But, you know, it's, um, uh, there's a, um, very short part of the book of Acts in the Bible where Paul's talking about a group of people called the Bereans, and there's a Brea, Ohio, that's named after this this group of people. Hmm. And he praises them because he says, you're not just taking what I say, 
you're going back into scripture, meaning the the Old Testament, um, and you're you're checking it out. You're 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 testing to see if, to make certain that what I'm telling you conforms to what the truth is, and that is a um, and that's what we you know what we have to be today are Bereans. We have to make we have to try to test what we're told. Challenges. That is a you know it's much more time consuming, and most of us get our information based on headlines yep. that we scan as we're doing our normally day normal day, and that headlines inform us much more than even the article beyond the headline, let alone the links that go that go to the article behind the headline, and it's a um, it's some some sort of weird thing. Uh, you know, Matt Drudge kind of innovated this way back when, and now we're and certainly CNN and MSNBC and MSN all utilize it quite aggressively every single day. But it is a, um, but we have to kind of try to inoculate ourselves against being headline driven and and, and soundbite driven, and become learn what the truth is behind the soundbite. I would agree with you wholeheartedly on that, Rick. You're you're kind of uh, singing from the same hymnal. I was speaking with uh, State Senator Dennis Linthicum yesterday, and of course he's one of the ten who will not be allowed to run for re-election since our corrupt Supreme Court ended up ruling yesterday that it doesn't matter what uh, a voter-passed initiative says, it matters what the actual... Uh, I mean, that's another side of the corruption. Uh, it doesn't matter what the law says, it matters uh, what the intent was of the voters when they voted for the law. Right, you know, it's that kind of which, thing. Which apparently the court has a has a magic ability to know what the intent was. Um, it's it's a. Um, by the way, we've been dealing with courts like that for you know since long time. Yeah, John Marshall. But it's a you know it's one of the innovation. It's one of the things that's actually when we look a world that seems to be spinning out of control. It's one of the things that's actually. Um, gotten right to, to at least some extent in that the Supreme Court, while I don't agree with them on, on some decisions, they've at least said on regulations and things like that, that, you know, if the regulators can't just make up what they think the law says and extend beyond it. And that's been the, the major growth of government has been through regulatory excess that stretches what the the meaning of what the actual underlying law that was passed by Congress says, <clears throat> and in doing so, and now we have a remedy in terms of ripping regulations out that have been made up out of whole cloth, uh, based on a very a va- almost vapor view of the uh, actual written written law, reestablishing Congress's actual su- supremacy in terms of lawmaking over the regulatory state. Now it's going to be a, it's a chance, some things that need to be done to actually make that happen in reality. But then now the Supreme court, the actual law of the land is that we can get rid of that junk. Yeah. I'm glad. And, and that was, a, and that was a good decision. We appreciate that. But it, uh, let me just uh, touch on what uh, Dennis was saying yesterday, Linthicum though, that he said, our major, our major challenge is going to be the fight for truth, the truth. Yeah. And because so much of everything around us is spun into you know a great lie and and sometimes a lie of omission too what uh, doesn't get talked about is is also something to be concerned about but you're right it's going to take uh, a lot of work and it's going to be you know, i i don't think that uh, that i'm a conservative and i know most listeners are conservatives there are other types too but I don't think you can just go to sleep, watch Fox News, and sing "I'm proud to be an American," where at least I know I'm free all the time. And uh, and you know you can't not see what's going on. You must engage in this at a higher level. That uh, I'm just going to, you know, watch TV, watch the Super Bowl, drink my beer, and uh, and you know wave my favorite team flag, and and not engage at some other level. And by the way, just voting is not enough of a level of engagement these days. That's kind of where I'm, where I'm, where I'm going with the situation. What I think about it's, you? I think that's true, and it's actually one of the. Uh, um, it, it's that is the reason why I why I do talk radio, okay? Why I mm-hmm. actually appear on shows, and do that like I, I do with you every week, because there's at least an opportunity to have a depth of discussion, 
Um, when you do a TV hit, by and large, you're on for four, five, six minutes, four of which the host talks. And so you're, you're really just providing almost uh, short-term color analysis on something that happened without being able to put it into any context whatsoever. And context matters. And to be wise, you have to, you can't just, knowledge is knowing stuff. Wisdom is knowing what it means and how to apply it. And to be wise, you have to be able to know context. How did we get here? As opposed to just, oh, this is where we're at. We have to react. Mm -hmm. Wisdom is knowing, is having the background so you can react intelligently and react properly and evaluate if how you got here was actually the reason you're in the trouble. And perhaps you need to rip out the root, the, uh, the uh, rotten tree by the roots. And so many of the problems we have um, the people who planted the tree, who watered the tree, and who fertilized the tree are now wanting to uh, fix the uh, poison fruit that the tree produces <laughs> yeah. and without taking any responsibility for the fact that it's their tree. Let me talk about uh, some national politics here for just a moment here, if you don't mind. Sure. There's an article on uh, DailyTorch.com. By the way, I'm speaking with Rick Manning, president of Americans for Limited Government, DailyTorch.com. Uh, article by uh, Manzanita Miller that yep. was uh, talking about Nikki Haley. And we talked about Nikki Haley when we first uh, came on. You had noted this. And it uh, reads, a strong showing for Haley in South Carolina could depend heavily on Democrats determined to obstruct Trump. So is that another one of those open primary kind of uh, states in which uh, people yep. uh, do? Th okay. All right. And wh what's the, uh, the the basic gist of this uh, sort of thing? I'm not a fan of the open primaries, and I know that this is the new hot thing, along with ranked choice voting, that uh, the Democrats are really big on uh, pushing in here. Um, did I did I just lose you there, Rick? Let me try it again. Let me see if I can get him back on here in just a second. I think we just lost the Skype for whatever reason. Let's see. Hang on just a second. Shouldn't take long. Huh, okay. Let me take a quick break, and then I'll get him back on. I know we'll get him back on in the next minute or so. Okay? If you farm and ranch, there's always an off-season to-do list. Two Dogs Fabricating can check some of those boxes so you're ready for spring. Two Dogs expertly repairs busted equipment, fabricates new implements to meet specific needs, and modifies and strengthens your current stuff to extend its life with expert shop work to avoid time-consuming field repairs. Two Dogs fabricates custom gates, too. So if you have an idea, sketch it out on a napkin and bring it in. We'll take care of the rest. Two Dogs Fabricating on Brian Way off Sage Road in Medford. When the IRS comes knocking, the news can be shocking. Tell them you've hired a CPA tax expert at First Response Resolution, located in Eagle Point. Leave speaking with the IRS to Zach. He'll defend your rights as a taxpayer. Visit FirstResponseIRS.com today for a free consultation. Oregon E-Deals has saved the Rogue Valley boatloads of cash over the years on things you buy and use daily. Get a $100 Cartwright's Market gift card for only $85. Artisan Bakery Certificates, normally $25, only $15. American Rencher Garage, $75 certificates, good for any service, only $30. Wayback Burgers, $25 certificate, only $14. This and much more available exclusively at OregonEDeals.com. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Job growth increased at a surprising rate for the month of January. The Labor Department's Bureau of Labor Statistics reported non-farm payrolls expanded by 353,000 for the month. Dow Jones had estimated 185,000. The unemployment rate held at 3.7 percent against the estimate of 3.8 percent. Wage growth also showed strength. As average, hourly earnings increased 0.6%, double the monthly estimate. On a year-over-year -year basis, wages jumped 4.5%. Apple reported revenue of approximately $120 billion from October to December, up 2.1% from the fourth quarter in 2022. The tech giant also posted a net income of $34 billion, up 13%. Apple shares fell more than 4% in extended trading after management suggested weakness in iPhone sales. The smartphone supplier saw a 13% decline in sales in China alone. Apple did not provide guidance for the current quarter ending in March. That's your money now. This ad furnished by Nesmet Taju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. 
Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork. Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone. If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes, and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com, and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow. Wow, that is fast. If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. The Bill Myers Show is on 106.3 KMED and 99.3 KCMD. Now, for whatever reason, Mr. Skype was not cooperative, so we just said, hey, we'll go back to uh, old school. Kind of funny to talk about uh, the cell phone is old school, Rick. But anyway, <laughs> uh, great to have you back it on. Uh, Americans for Limited Government. Back to the take. Uh, Nikki Haley uh, could be doing or engineering a better show. I, I'm not a fan of these uh, open primaries in which uh, essentially everyone is uh, allowed to uh, pretend to be uh, a supporter of the Republicans and then get to vote for uh, the Republicans. But is that the kind of uh, windup that we're looking for the North Carolina primary in which uh, Operation Chaos coming from the Dems, so to speak? Well, South, it's South Carolina. But or yeah, South Carolina, they, um, pardon me. Um, what, what we know from Iowa and New Hampshire is that um, a number of independent voters in, in New Hampshire, um, Nikki Haley got a, most of her votes from independent voters. Mm-hmm. And of those, 70% said, oh, I'm not voting for her in the general. I'm voting for Biden in the general. So, you know, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's, it's not even, a, they're not even pretending. And uh, there's lots of money being spent by the various Soros-affiliated uh, organizations to try to convince Democrats uh, to and independents who are uh, Democrat-leaning independents um, to vote for um, to vote for Nikki Haley in order to enter the argument, you get two chances to vote against Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, it doesn't matter. And the, you know, the Democratic primary is decided. So your vote doesn't matter over there. So go vote in the uh, Republican primary and, and see if we can, uh, if we can defeat Donald Trump by having enough Democrats vote in the Republican primary. Now, let me ask, uh, do the donors, uh, do, are the donors Haley's the Republican? encouraging it, by the way. Yeah. Uh, oh, Haley's encouraging this, right. Yeah, so uh, are the Republican donors, though, on board with this, or are they donating to her? I'm just wondering what those big donors are all about. Well, the, the Republican donors are, they are donating, some are donating to her. She has, she has mm-hmm. significant money and backing. Um, and... You know, in politics, it's you know, it's a uh, it's a little bit of an end justifies the means business. And if you can get your candidate into the general election, and you defeat Donald Trump, and, and who's the you know singular most lightning rod person in any in any race he's in, um, if you can defeat Donald Trump, get your person in, you know. A lot of these donors are saying would prefer to have Biden, even though they're Republican, ostensibly Republican donors. They prefer to have Biden than Trump. They know the damage they're doing, trying to do to Trump, and and what they're uh, attempting to accomplish. It really is about the status quo, keeping the status quo of the blob, isn't it? They don't want anything upsetting yeah. the blob. Well, it, it's yes, and it's particularly as it relates to to the kind of global foreign affairs stuff. Um, you know, there's a reason why Donald Trump got impeached over Ukraine. Okay. And, you know, Ukraine, which most people couldn't have found on a map you know, seven years ago, is now, you know, we're spending lots of millions, lots of dollars to try to, in a war there, we're, um, we had an impeachment here because a president of the United States had dared to ask the president of Ukraine, um, about a relate uh, an obvious what we've learned even more is an obvious uh, relationship with uh, Ukrainian business interests that were directly impacting policy in America um, through his father through Joe Biden. Sure, it's a and so 
by making the by being asking the question, um, Donald Trump gets gets impeached. Um, Donald Trump never got to have an ambassador to Ukraine. Most people don't realize that, but he he got he had the ambassador that was left over from Biden, and then and never actually got to a point in four years. Never appointed and had confirmed an ambassador to Ukraine. So he never had somebody who he appointed in the Ukrainian embassy. Um, so, he, so he had Obama's guy. Okay, got it. Yeah, he had Obama, uh, Obama woman, and and she was one of the people who testified in the uh, in front of Congress during the uh, impeachment hearing. So you have a um, so you have this uh, general sense that something was happening there. You have you know Biden talking about firing the prosecutor in Ukraine. So, and Donald Trump made the cardinal sin. He asked a question about it. And you'd think a president would be able to ask a question about what's happening in your country and how are you trying to impact foreign policy or my policies in my country. You'd think you'd be able to ask that question, but yeah. apparently not. I want to ask your so opinion. Point, point being, that that kind of thinking, there's there's this kind of almost, there is a blob. And as we went into war, and if you look back in history to World War One, where you had all these alliances that kind of just fell into place and caused a world war, yep. and nobody thought about it. Well, that's what this blob kind of is. It's this, it's this economic slash foreign military military tie in, ties that all go around the world. And if you ask questions about why do we have this relationship, what's in it for us? You're threatening the entire order of the world. And in doing so, that is not acceptable to those who benefit from the order of the world. And hence the blob backing Nikki Haley, as it is apparently. And let us assume now, I'm just going to figure, though, that uh, maybe in spite of all of the lawsuits, everything else which is going on, all the various attacks, in your opinion, your political opinion, after having observed President Trump in the, you know, the in his administration and the challenges, do you believe a second term would be different than the first term in that respect. What do you? Th- I've I've yeah. always wondered about that. What do you think? Yes, I do, and I believe that because Donald Trump believed the people that he brought in around him before, who he didn't know. Um, he he was president. He said, "Do this," and they'd go off and do it. He didn't have his administration didn't have any sense at the beginning of it, first year, that when housing, urban development did something. That they were doing it on behalf of Donald Trump. They thought that it didn't come out of the Oval Office. It didn't happen. And it's a, and while at the same time, at that level of naivety, they also thought that they, that Paul Ryan was their friend and that Mitch McConnell was their friend. And it was going to, and they were going to push the Trump agenda because he was the president. And, you know, truthfully, elected officials are under no compulsion, even if they're the same party, to push the president's agenda. But he was—he didn't understand that he had to put real muscle into his agenda if he wanted to get it done. He didn't understand that until they lost control of the House and the Senate. So, yeah, it'll be different because the first nine months, they're going to get more done in nine months than the uh, than he did in four years. And a lot of it will be legislative. And it's—and he's—and I think if we went back to the Alice Cooper song of No More Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. Um, that might be a, a theme song. If I were playing a song in his inaugural ball, the one song, that would be it. And, you know, truth be told, these folks ran a coup against him for four years. They've they've tried to destroy his life for four more. And I and I don't think it's going to be retribution per se. Oh, I wouldn't blame him if it was retribution, well, though. I, I, you know? I wouldn't, but I, I, I don't I don't think it will be. What I think it will be, though, is a is a cold-eyed view, cold-eyed reality of how it works, and what you have to do to get done what you need done, and what that means is you have to move the be able to move the levers of power, which means you have to get the the people who currently have their hands on those levers of power, uh, you have to get them out of the way. And this explains though why there is such the hissy fit, doubling and tripling down on fraud and lawsuits and and all the rest of it right now. One hundred percent, and and you know. You know, you asked the going back to Nikki Haley question. Where's Nikki Haley? If Nikki Haley, if you, if you, anybody who's even considering Nikki Haley, 
And I've got friends who are voting for Nikki Haley. Okay, let me just be clear. I have friends. I was on a talk show with one of them yesterday. I have friends who are who are voting for Nikki Haley, and I asked him this simple question: How can Nikki Haley remain silent when the left is attempting to remove Donald Trump from the ballot? That is a how can you sit there and say we can go back to to normal times if you if the if the left uses the uses the prosecutorial authority and the judicial branch to remove the front Republican frontrunner from the ballot? You can't tell me anymore that we are in a we're in an operating republic if the one side can use law can just remove your yeah remove your callot and, and remove your remove, their, your, and remove uh, their opponent yeah opponent at, at which point you at which point the beneficiary of that let's say it's Nikki Haley um effectively becomes nothing more than a controlled entity of the of the opposition they are just a they're nothing more than the 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 candidate who Putin puts up against him so he can beat 90 to 10 so what do your friends your, who claim they're going to vote for Nikki Haley, what do they say when you, when you tell them this, that, you know, what, they what brush the, it off. They brush it off. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, they brush it off and, oh yeah, well, this is, it's just Trump. Okay. There's this mentality, even amongst very smart people, that it is, that it's just Trump. And these are people who I agree with on 90% of the issues. Okay. And they are, but you know, when it comes to Trump, you know, he just is—he's not one of us, you know. And and I tell him, well, neither am I. <laughs> but it's a, but you know, it, but you're still like me. And, and they say, but but you're not trying to be president. <laughs> so that's the, that's a, um, so sometimes it gets to be humorous. But the, um, but yeah, they know in their hearts, they know. Um, some of them actually worked for Trump in the White House, and um, you know, it's, a, it's just a really, really the most. I'm, I'm going to say something that I've never said before, and I even to my wife is the most startling thing that I've found in in the last three years mm-hmm. is how many people I know who worked in the Trump White House who really don't like Trump, and I don't know if that is a reflection on Trump reflection on what they brought into it. Uh, I don't know what it, because I've never asked, but there are a significant number of people who I know who worked for Donald Trump in the White House. They were doing a job in the White House, and but they weren't apparently in their mind working for Donald Trump. They're working for the government of the United States. Yeah, they, well, they it, yeah. and really the government of the United States these days is working for the blob, like you had talked right. about. And, the and, blob. A, and, and so it really a was eye-opening. It was it was eye-opening to me. It's, you know, you look at a Kaylee McEnany, who I know a little bit, not much, but I know a little bit, and how she can, you know, be a very effective press secretary, and then after the fact, basically, be you know, you know, anything but a, a Trump advocate. It's a you know, how many of the you have people who are lying physically, just lying to the J six committee who were in there about things that happened that never happened, but used the fact they were sitting in the communications department to do that. And the most telling thing is, out of that entire communications department, you had Sarah Sanders, and you have perhaps one other person I know who came out of of that communications department who actually were Trump supporters. So everybody was an advocate for him out of that department. That's too strong. Everybody I know who was an advocate for him in that in that department out of all those people very few were actually trump supporters and when you put your you know there's a reason why trump moved you know is running his whole operation out of mar-a-lago because he's he he's separating he's building a, a muscles amongst people who are not part of the dc swamp and at least that's what he's attempting to do and a lot of the people who believe they're who were in the administration before and think they're going to be in it again are going to be, I think, surprised. So, all right. Anyway, that's- uh, and I and I absolutely hope you're correct on this. This uh, you know uh, theory on it. I think it's a pretty good one. 
Rick, I always appreciate the talk, and uh, and thanks for being flexible on it and uh, doing a deeper dive on the uh, on the Trump situation because it is obvious that the that, that the knives are out even harder than they were in 2016. I think in 2016 they actually didn't think he was going to win. You know, it's uh, and and they were surprised. No, you're, you're right. They didn't. They did not believe that Donald Trump could win. They were doing stuff. They had insurance policies, as Peter Strzok said. But they honestly believed that Hillary Clinton would win and this would all pass. And Trump won. And for those of us with a long memory, before he even took office, they were attempting to remove him from office for being mentally unfit. And (laughs) that is a and so there was a um, from before before he took office, they were doing that. And by and perfectly within the law they're exploring legal means to keep him out of office and now he's on trial and he's being he's being investigated he's being tried he's been before grand or he's been well the, the attempt is death of for, a thousand cuts is for, what uh, the, the for, system well yeah but but at its core they are charging him with doing what they did to try to keep him out of office and what they did for four years that's right that's what they're charging him with for the actions of the last 30 days of his administration, which where he was exploring every legal means to get to to try to determine if the election was fairly won by Biden. And apparently we're not allowed to do that. We have that conversation. We've had that conversation. But it's just um, it just drives me nuts. These people are so evil. Right. And Every it also day. and it also drives me nuts that there are so many of these people that are naive about it. Ah, oh, we'll just go back to it, go back to sleep. You know, I'll, I'll get my right. nice federal pension, maybe uh, work within the White House. I'll, I'll just it's like so transactional, so mercenary, I guess, is what is kind of. Uh, well, the, if we can if we can pretend everything's back to normal, then we don't have to deal with the with the evil. We can kind of put a little lid on the evil and pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, and I can cut a good deal. And, and we could cut a good deal with evil, world. you know. You cut a good deal with evil and you, and you could uh, do quite well. Indeed, you know, it's like, I, it's all right. I, I think we need to go back to deciding whether or not how much, uh, whether we, corporate <laughs> corporate America should pay 30, you know, 24% or 27% in taxes. Yeah. A uh, very safe place to argue about as opposed to uh, which is the tax bill, by the way? They, you know, basically it's extending tax credits for for corporations who give money to Democrats. Um, that's the Repu- that's the Republican part of the, the win. The Republicans got in the tax bill was extended. They extended Silicon Valley tax cuts because they're so helpful. Oh hell! Um, hey, yay so us! That's our win, that's our win. <laughs> Bill. That's our win. We won on that tax bill. All right, I'll talk with you next week about it. All right. Hey, all right. thank you. Sometimes I hate my life. Take care, man. <laughs> Rick Manning, President of Americans for Limited Government, DailyTorch.com. Read up on it, and there's a lot of interesting news there and analysis too. It's eight after seven. KMED, KMED HD One, Eagle Point, Medford, KCMD, Grants Pass. We'll catch up on the news now. Okay. Rich Thomason.